Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. A joke, Sean Rooney. Give me a joke. Hit me with a joke, my man. Uh, the mayor of Los Angeles is now recommending that all residents cover their faces in public. And since it's L.A., you get to play that fun game, protected from the coronavirus or botched nose job. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Again, solid joke. Don't need an audience. Don't need shiny lights. Don't need him in a suit. Put on a suit if you want. You don't have to. Um, yeah, that's a good point, too. Why the suits? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sleeve boy, are my shoes to remain untied all day? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yes, now. He's, uh, <laughs> you know, I'd like to. I'd like to put Sleeve Boy on the air, but I forced him to take a vow of silence when I employed him. Um, and yes, he does tie my shoe. Yes, some people assume all he does is button the little buttons on my sleeve, the midway up the sleeve button. That's so difficult. But he has many duties. Most of them humiliating. <laughs> and, we uh, are broadcasting from home today. Uh, Thank not, you, Sleeve Boy. Thank not, you. 
not both of us at the same home, but we're each at our own homes. It's kind of a preparation for if the the S hits the F, then we have to be at home uh, to be ready to go. So this is kind of a run through. Yeah, I yeah I happen to believe that the S has hit the F, but with uh, uh, you can say the F word. <laughs> you can say fan. It occurs to me. <laughs> Um, yes. Now, brush the dog. Just don't say boy. the other one. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's I might get mixed up, but the S has hit the fan with the now pretty solid science behind a fifty percent asymptomatic rate. Fifty five. Fifty. Half the wow. people. That's that Icelandic study. Um, go for the fjords, stay for the uh, for the Bjork. Um, but they did uh, testing of was it three or five percent of their population, which is a very very solid sample size if you know anything about stats, and that's the number they came up with. God, I would like to know if my family had it because right at uh, you know when this was exploding in the um in one area around here, both my kids had had had, had pretty bad fevers, got fairly sick. And then my wife got somewhat sick, and I didn't get sick at all. And that very well could have just run through our house. I don't know. Well, and I know how much your kids like undercooked bats, but you usually get the Venezuelan <laughs> kind, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like Juice Western here. Hemisphere. Juice. Western Hemisphere bat just, I don't know, it's got a different flavor. More sure. cinnamon or something. migration patterns. Right, yeah, exactly. exactly. It's what they eat, Sean. You're absolutely right. The biggest story of the day is that uh, the the government's everywhere, everywhere now. Counties, cities, states, the CD is expected to announce today. Oh, yeah, you should wear a mask. Uh, what we said about masks, uh, we were wrong. We'll start wearing a mask. So that's the new thing. I was already wearing a mask because my wife makes me and I do what she tells me to. But, but you're uh, wearing it for any purposes, right? You don't yeah, want it but, coming in. And the CDC yeah, is yeah. saying, Audi. It doesn't it do king. both. Doesn't it do both at the same time? Can't hurt. Yeah, what, what, I mean, yeah. unless if we all wear you get them. it coated with coronavirus and use your hand on it, and then just pick your nose. We know. But we it, see, that. it just seems like if we were all wearing masks, it would stop some of what's going out of my mouth and a lot of what's coming in for all of us, and we'd all be better off. Doesn't that just seem clearly true? Well, especially given the fact that if you get, you know, one unit of the virus, you, you might not get sick at all. And if you get 20, you're, you're doomed. And, and I'm anxious to hear more about that. Yeah. Well, here we go. This is from the New York Times. This is a in-depth explanation of that. And I didn't know that this was the way it worked. From a policy perspective, people need to know that we need to consider that not all exposures to the coronavirus are the same. Stepping into an office building that once had someone with the coronavirus it is not as same, the same as sitting next to someone for an hour long uh train commute that's the i didn't know the way viruses worked we need to focus more on preventing high dose infections virus experts know that viral dose affects illness severity in the lab mice receiving a low dose of virus clear it and recover while the same virus at a higher dose will kill the mouse same virus I'm I'm so mystified by that because what viruses do is replicate, but I guess it's you know the number you start with before your immune system responds. I was always under the impression for everything you caught, you know, you got a little bit of the cold germ in you, and now you got the cold. Um, uh, and I just assumed everything was like that, but that's that's not the way that works with this virus. Uh, dose sensitivity has been observed for every common acute viral infection that has been studied in lab animals, including coronaviruses. And uh, humans are the same as the mice, by the way. People should take particular care against high-dose exposures, which are most likely to occur occur in close in-person interactions, such as coffee meetings, crowded bars, quiet time in a room with grandma. 
and from touching your face after getting substantial amounts on your hands. In-person interactions are more dangerous in enclosed spaces and at uh, distances less than six feet. For transient interactions... Interacting um, with transients? Within six, within six feet, only six seconds is brief enough that you're probably not going to get a very big dose. Interesting. So passing somebody in the aisle of a grocery store, for instance? Well, right, exactly. Um, so the explanation, you know, why do some people, why do so many people get such a mild version? Well, it might be because they got it from, yeah, I was walking through the aisle in the grocery store and somebody coughed an hour ago. I got a tiny bit of it, so I've got a mild case. As wow. opposed and to, the, I, I'm, I'm sorry, the next question would be, I wonder if those people have immunity to it, but anyway, go on. Uh, boy, that is a good question. So is does the immunity work the same way? I got a mild dose, I have mild immunity, or do you either have immunity or not? I don't no, I know. think you either have immunity or not, and then we will drain their blood and give it to the rest of us for the good of the herd. This Sorry for been... draining your blood. <laughs> this has been known. Now hold still. <laughs> <laughs> this has been known forever. I mean, they used to do this with smallpox all the time. Washington, George Washington famously exposed his troops gave them mild doses of smallpox so that they could survive. Otherwise, uh, you know, whole armies would get wiped out. Um, that, that was the way you inoculated yourself against smallpox, by trying to get a little bit of it. But now wow. it's scientifically known with this coronavirus. So it, I, it, I found it comforting because uh, I, I, I was talking yesterday about it seems like the scariest place I go is the grocery store. But if I get it at the grocery store, it's... Possibly, almost certainly going to be a mild dosage, the way I'm handling myself. Yeah, that's the uh, happy side of the coin. The less happy one is what I've read about speech. Just talking ejects enough, uh, you know, tiny microparticles of, of saliva or yeah, whatever. That, that story went on, uh, came out, a, a new study, just as we were coming on the air, that aerosolized aerosol, you just, just the, your mouth talking puts aerosol virus into the air, and you could catch it from that. But that would have to be a mild dose, I would think. Well, depending on how long you were in proximity to the person, though. I mean, Are you if, a close talker? Instance, if, you, if, you are, if you're a close talker, you deserve to get the coronavirus. Oh, boy, that's harsh. Uh, well, for instance, if you're in a studio for four-plus hours doing a radio show with somebody who's spewing it out all over the place mm. like a fountain, <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> Should probably keep in mind, I might be talking about myself. Uh, you know, gives you the oogies. Yeah, it mentioned getting you know globulars on your hand and then touching your eyes. I'm going to ask you not to use that word again. <laughs> eyes. Um, I, uh, I I I've gotten better at I, I, staying away from my eye area. Yeah, I tried. You've been, you've been talking about how it's impossible to not touch your face, which it is. But I've been trying to stay away from my eye area, certainly. Yeah, I try yeah. to use something like my sleeve or a napkin or something, not just my f- dirty fingers and jam them into my eyeballs. Right, avoid that. The worse your allergies are, though. I mean, my nose, my eyes—they're constantly going and itching, and I'm like, yeah. So I just—I don't know. Maybe prayer is the answer for me, or something. But the guy who went viral popping knives with balloons had to be hospitalized uh, because he sliced himself open. Sorry to hear that. Didn't uh, see that story. Plus, uh, Amazon workers walking off the job because they are angry at having to package and send around sex toys, saying sex toys are not uh, essential items. I thought Amazon had stopped shipping. Uh, I guess well, I guess they'll ship anything. What, what is the new rule? 
They won't do. They won't do expedited shipping on anything that's not essential. So I can't get my uh, sex toy. I need it tomorrow night. Is that right? Yeah, I've got I got big plans. I had not read that. Um, more relevant, and I'll bet a lot of people can relate to this. I was trying to find some sort of Audi masks for the family um, yesterday, and I was probably twenty. You know, you you, you got the little strip there that says yeah that shows you the picture i was probably 20 clicks in before i found somebody who could get them to me within five weeks these oh, people really? claim that it's going to be like a week um we'll we'll see and then i proudly announced that i the potter familius had done the research and the work and i had bravely secured masks for the family and my wife who makes gorgeous mind-bogglingly beautiful quilts on a daily basis said i could make them I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess you... Damn it! Well, that's one of the things the CDC is going to announce today, that any sort of cloth that you tie around your face is is certainly better than nothing. So bandana, T-shirt, whatever, make them at home, and there's a bunch of DIY uh, stuff out there and Etsy and everything else. So, yeah, anything is better than nothing. Michael suggested, and uh, we really ought to take a picture of you modeling this look, uh, overturned underpants. Oh! uh, You probably have to somehow... You know, put a rubber band so you can look through the leg holes because my <laughs> eyes aren't that wide set. Yeah, that would what be am helpful. I, an antelope? <laughs> but that's a brilliant idea, Michael, and some excellent uh, American innovation. There. Butthead. <laughs> yeah, get used to that. So the uh, I don't want to send no sex toys protest and all sorts of good stuff to come. The lighter side, if you will. Awesome. Armstrong and Getty Show. So we're broadcasting from home to try to prepare for uh, Armageddon or the apocalypse or whatever if we end up not being able to go into the radio station, which could happen if any of us got the fever, I suppose. We'd all have to stay home? I don't know. I don't know how it works. Um, how, how have you been doing it at your workplace? If one person gets sick, do you all stay home? Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Among things coming up, um, our intelligence impar- uh, departments, the CIA, NSA, etc., were how on top of the Chinese virus were they, and why didn't it filter through to the rest of the government? Stay tuned for that story. Wow, yeah, that's a good question. Hmm. And we can either uh, well, let's we can have the the going in, not going in discussion uh, uh, on the air or off the air about our own little operation, but. Um, I would say at the point that you know the poo has hit the fan, it's too late. It's like walking away from the table when you're up in Las Vegas. When do you do that? By the time you know you should, it's too late. But mm. anyway, uh, Amazon workers walking out in protest saying they're working in facilities that are not clean enough and uh, too coronavirusy potentially to ship things like you know, the actual word is, is, is controversial. It's racy. It's NC-17. Do you remember the delightful character Bilbo Baggins from The Hobbit? Why don't we say Bilbo's? <laughs> is that oh, wow. better? <laughs> Amazon keeps selling Bilbo's during the coronavirus pandemic. And a worker at a Michigan warehouse is fed out and walked out in, pro- in protest to say the company needs to change its ways during these troubling times. 
He says he's risking his health to ship loads of Bilbo's around the country. He got a text this morning saying three co-workers are sick. And he says Amazon is essential, but it's out of many essential items. And so he's risking his health to ship a massive number of uh, marital aids and there, stupid stuff. Are there really that many people buying that sort of thing on a regular basis? Seems well, like it's... It, isn't that kind of like practically a one-time purchase? No. If you're if you're the sort of person that needs it, it's not? Okay. Oh, the technology's a, uh, always changing, you know, sometimes. Yeah, but you're not getting, you're not, it's not like um, uh, food products. You don't need one a week, like a gallon of milk or something, I would think. Well, there's such a variety, though. It's like guitars, Jack. You only need, what, one electric and one acoustic? I'm sure you have more than that, right? Mm-hmm. You're an enthusiast. Well, I'm looking at some of the uh, varieties here on Amazon. Bunch of sex freaks. Stay away from uh, me, you weirdos. (laughs) All right. Uh, The increased Mathers or whatever. (laughs) Puritan. Uh, Some of them are remarkably realistic. Uh, Some of them, on the other hand, are... It looked more me, like something aren't. that would be used on the Starship Enterprise. I mean, they don't look like uh, any anything that has ever uh, been attached to a human body. Um, <laughs> why that one doesn't exist in nature? Oh boy, only twenty nine ninety nine. If I huh. could raise the level of the discussion about Amazon somewhat, uh, my wife was pointing out because she does Amazon pantry and stuff like that, and there's like nothing left except stuff nobody would want. I mean, there's there's lots of, like, the really cheap knockoff mac and cheese and some sort of bean paste and stuff like that. But like, or not, all the bean paste. <laughs> None oh, of the regular when, when stuff. Beans are just too beany. I just like when they're reduced to a paste. That's better. None, of, like the, none of the regular stuff that you would want to eat is there. So, I mean, they do have petite diced tomatoes, but, like, no other tomato products. Um, so they're really running low. I don't know if I should even say this on the air or not, because I don't want to cause a panic. But um, uh, somebody run on I know, food, run on food. Yeah, yeah. Somebody I know who follows this kind of news very, very closely was emailing around stuff yesterday and said, inside the world of people who follow this, they're really expecting some severe shortages here in the next couple of weeks. So Amazon's running out of stuff. Um, my grocery store, even the you know the upscale one, it's got some bare shelves, and more people are staying home. And uh, you know what the hell? I'm hoping America's miraculously efficient supply chain will figure out where things are um, are needed and what's needed and in what quantity, and respond to that within you know several days. Uh, I would think so. And the only way that's going to happen is because of the free market. If you leave it up to a government bureaucrat. So, so there you are in any town USA, wherever you're listening, and thank you very much for listening. But wherever you are, some government bureaucrat, by the time they get the good mac and cheese, which frankly, as a grown man, I think is a little disgusting at this point. Uh, anyway, but I know it's uh, America's favorite mac and cheese. Absolutely. It, it, by the time the bureaucrats in D.C. figure out that in suburban Oklahoma City, you're completely out of mac and cheese, it's going to be the year 2020. 26. Whereas, if you leave it up to the grocery store supply chain, they're going to say, oh my god, we're selling it like crazy there, let's get some there. That's the beauty of the free market, and it will work. It just might be a few days behind. By the way, the price last night on this Hunt's Petite Diced Tomatoes in Prime Pantry was $18 a can. So I don't know I don't know how quite that works either, if that's a, you know, you get down to a certain number, they up the price, or what? 
It's demand pricing. It's like, you know, you want to see the Lakers? It's more expensive than seeing, I don't know, the crappy teams. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings since there are no actual sports. So if you want diced tomatoes instead of bean paste, you got to pay for it, I guess. You know, I'm, delicious, delicious I've got diced paste. tomato taste on a bean paste budget. <laughs> Rough Hilarious. Uh, the CIA was looking into the Wuhan virus. Stay tuned. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So this is Bill Withers, and the sunlight. Uh, and he died. A track. I don't know this song, but he died. Is he? Did he die of coronavirus or something else? Uh, heart complications is what I'm reading. Yeah, heart complications would be pretty good title for a Bill Withers album. Just saying. If he was still with us, anytime you hear what, somebody uh, died, you think it's Corona now. Sure, yeah. Uh, the whole classic rock generation, it's going to be five a day pretty soon. I mean, just uh, do the math. You got the Stones pushing 80. So, anyway. I wish there was a way, because there have been a couple of uh, musicians died lately. I don't know. Maybe the natural way of things is just the way it unfolds. But it, it, they pass away, and somebody tweets, some musician I respect or whatever, tweets this uh, brilliant genius, uh, you know, not recognized enough, blah, 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 and you dig into your, their catalog and you think, wow, wow, that's really, really good stuff. I wish there was some way to do that before people croak. <laughs> yeah. You know, so maybe you could drop them a line or tweet at them and say, hey, dude, I just discovered your stuff. It's wonderful. Now it's like, oh, well, okay, rest in peace. So as we've said many times over the last couple of weeks, um, a little shocked that as much partisanship in politics is still going on in the midst of this crisis. I thought that would go away more uh, during uh-huh. the biggest, biggest crisis of all our lives and um there, there's still a fair amount of uh, time every day spent on did trump react fast enough or not and, you know feel free to look into that when this is over i don't understand what the hell freaking difference it makes right this moment whether or not he uh you know downplayed it on march 3rd and a new on march 5th you want to write a book about it in august go ahead but i don't know how that helps me today um uh or what did Adam Schiff know? More on that in a second. So Nancy Pelosi just the other day said, "We're opening. We're going to uh, establish a committee. It's going to be like, um, you know, it sounds like impeachment all over again. They're going to have a committee looking into this. They're going to have subpoena powers." And she actually said the words, "What did the president know? And when did she know it?" Which, if you're not old enough, is a quote from Watergate. So that's insinuating some sort of like you know major impeachment-like thing going on here. Of course, uh, it's it's an actual dog whistle. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's a, that that's absolutely right. And so um, I, I do like some of the pushback recently that hey, the intelligence agencies were on top of this going way back, the CIA specifically. And who's the chair of the intelligence committee that would be getting that information? Oh, yeah, right, Adam Schiff. At the very time that he was every single day sitting in a hearing with impeachment, the chair of the intelligence committee that was getting the information from the CIA about this, he didn't, you know, I don't, I don't know if he was reading the reports, or he, he wasn't telling us about it, so you can... Blame Trump if you want, but how about Adam Schiff? He could have he could have raised the alarm. He could have spoken out about it, but he was pretty busy with the whole 
uh, phone call to Ukraine crap for a while. I think that is an absolutely legitimate criticism. And and the entire Democratic Party was wrapped up with that crap that was doomed from the beginning. And this new announcement of a committee, it seems so clearly to be Nancy pandering to the super woke, fired up Twitter crowd. You know, I, I guarantee you. The typical Democrat voter, many of whom listen to this show, and you're always welcome, no matter what your beliefs. The, the typical Democrat voter is like, we're going to have an investigation right now? What are you talking about? We're, we're trying not to die. It's unbelievable. Um, so the, there, and, and, you know, and by the way, it's, it's, we're in like the third inning, maybe. Maybe the second. We don't know. Maybe the seventh. How do you investigate in the middle of it? Yeah. Unreal. But so this good art, good article in the New York Times about the CIA was telling, um, uh, I assume, Adam Schiff and the president uh, way back in January, you can't trust any of these numbers coming out of China, which, you know, of course you can't. And uh, you continue to hear them reported as if they're fact, but you can't report believe any of these numbers coming out of China. This was the most interesting part of it, I thought. Our intelligence agencies have concluded that the Chinese government itself does not know the extent of the virus and is as blind as the rest of the world because mid-level bureaucrats in the city of Wuhan, where the virus originated, and elsewhere in China have been lying to their bosses about the infection rates because that's the way communist communism works. They lied about the testing, the death counts, all of it, fearful that if they report the numbers that are too high, then they'll be punished, lose their position, or worse, end up in jail or dead. Communism is really the perfection of the bureaucrat uh, existence, the bureaucracy, in that the only thing you need to do, your goal every day when you wake up in the morning, when you go to bed at night, is to please the person above you in the bureaucracy. Beautiful example of that. you got thousands of people dying, and when that true number comes out, if it ever comes out, it will so dwarf the official Chinese number, it'll be laughable. But can you imagine that? That many people dying, and their only desire is to please the bureaucrat one up the line. Well, the New York Times points out rightly, that's a problem with all bureaucracies. Bureaucratic misreporting is a chronic problem for any government. See the Afghan war over the last 20 years, as reported by the Washington Post. People who didn't want to tell their boss that it wasn't going well because they know their boss is, you know, he came up with this plan and he's pretty gung ho about it. So you're not going to tell him that, hey, it ain't going that well. You just aren't. But well, in China, and, you end up dead if you tell them that. Well, right. And listen, I can't help but throw in sarcastically as I often had, but have, but keep voting for bigger government, folks. I'm sure we'll get it right. But the even more insidious. Because it's so much harder to detect than the outright lying of, say, a Chinese communist official. is The Afghanistan example is a good one. The Times took that because uh, a Republican started that war, so they'd take extra glee in it. But it's true of the welfare programs. It's school lunches of, uh, you know, massive public education. It's true of all those bureaucracies. At every step... To please their betters, their superiors, everybody softens the report by 10% or polishes it up a little by 10, 20%. They're not lying outright. They're just, you know, making themselves look just a little better. And then when you get up, you know, the 3 to 23 uh, levels to the head person who's actually making the decisions, that person is handed such a load of crap, such a fiction uh, that like the head of the CDC, I'll bet he did not know that they had a tiny percentage of the masks they were telling everybody they had. No, I'll bet no, he didn't no. know. No, of course. Yeah, and if it, so, yeah, if it works that way in our government, just because you're afraid you might, I don't know, get a trouble or not in trouble or not get a promotion, 
or a dirty look. Imagine what it's like in a communist country like China where you're, you and your family will end up in prison if you uh, displease the boss above you. Right. Well, the, the iron but, but, law of bureaucracy, including uh, the military, is don't make your boss look bad. And that's they're terrified of that in China because you end up in a gulag. But that is something. That's what the CIA has determined. The Chinese government itself doesn't know how bad it was in Wuhan because everybody was lying to everybody. Shocking, but not surprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's amazing to me. There are different kinds of people, and it doesn't make me mad. But the crowd that has faith in big bureaucracies, I don't know if they've just never dealt with one or it hasn't occurred to them that it wasn't that single person at the DMV that's the problem or that single bureaucrat in a hospital chain or, or, or whatever or that single principal, that individual principal of their high school. That's not the problem. The problem is the way those institutions function. I mean, maybe they just haven't come to that realization. But, uh, my God, once you become aware of it, it is everywhere. So they'll probably tell an old president, gee, oh, yeah, we got this under control. There, you know, there are a few dead. It's been nothing to worry about. Okay, good. Good job. Good job. Glad to hear Looks that. like yeah, the flu, yeah, no Mr. Chairman, sir. It will be yeah. fine. Right. Would you like an undercooked bat, sir? <laughs> They're excellent this time of year. Uh, hey, so I got a question for you, Jack. And, and, oh, my God. And, and positive, Sean, denizen of the Internet as well. How many is too many for a listicle? What's the what's the peak number? What's clearly too many? Somewhere in the teens. I, Why, think, I, okay. I, I wish we'd get away from the idea that ten is the magic number. If 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 a six is plenty, go with six. Yeah, we figured out you know long long ago when we were starting out this uh, radio show that the David Letterman top ten list had somehow engraved into people's brains that there have to be ten of whatever. There don't. You got six good ones, go with six. Well, so you think it's mid-teens there, Sean, somewhere I, uh, in the uh, teens? Baker's Dozen, give or take a couple, I think is where I would, if it's more than that, it's not really a listicle. You're just, that's just a, you know, that's something different. Well, coming up, 100 things to do while stuck inside due to the pandemic. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> that's coming up next. Yeah, yeah, we'll fit oh, in as many as we can. If we just get 80 or 85 in, I'll be happy. <laughs> we'll, we'll do our best. 72 shock me. <laughs> if you're still listening at 72, that will shock me. On the way next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, the CDC is telling us now we should wear masks. Yes. That's the new rule. To protect everybody else, not you. Audi masks, not any masks, although it can't hurt. Unless you touch the outside and then rub it in your eyes and the rest of it. I'm blowing my nose with the outside of my mask. I'm not supposed to do that? You know, i got to let it go because there's no point. Obviously, it's a good idea for everybody to be wearing masks. Obviously. Obviously. Should have weeks ago. But whatever. They're telling us now. You know, the, the WAPO, which is reflexively anti-Trump, uh, 
It's fine. They get to be. We got a First Amendment. Is um, griping about the White House's coronavirus deaths estimates and says uh, leading disease forecasters, blah, 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 were mystified when they saw the administration's projection this week. I just love that sort of uh, reporting. You know, it was actually my son. I was proud of the boy who pointed out. I saw him tweet it. He said, anybody who uses the word uh, or the phrase science says, as if science is some unified one opinion monolith is a moron (laughs) or doesn't understand science. So you found some experts. It's like saying economists say or getting some lawyer on your talk TV show. Uh, you know, get me 10 more, I'll get 10 more opinions for you. But anyway, they don't know how the White House is generating those figures, and then the estimates are off, they think. Okay, fine. I guess we'll all find out together. Uh, let's see, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, um, Wisconsin is going to plunge ahead with their primary election. I think they're the only state. They're the... Uh, only one of 11 states originally scheduled to hold contest in April that has not postponed or dramatically altered voting amid the pandemic. Um, but Wisconsin's going to forge ahead the usual way, I guess. Huh? Why? I don't know. Resilient Wisconsinites? They ain't afraid? I don't know, honestly. Uh, but here it is. The world's largest listicle. Outside of the dictionary. Oh, which by is the way, 50,000 words you might want to use. Coming up, uh, how 3M might be screwing America, and that's a, it's a bad look for them. I'll tell you what, if they've got an explanation, they better get it out like yesterday, because a bad look for the company 3M, who makes a lot of these masks. Uh, yeah. Stay tuned Stay tuned for that. Yeah, I want all the facts before I turn my righteous Joe Getty anger in their direction, but they have popped up several times now, uh, and not in a flattering light. Okay, so uh, according to the USA Today, a newspaper read by disc jockeys and hotel guests exclusively, they have 100 things to do while stuck inside due to a pandemic. <laughs> and no, we're seems not going like to do lot. them all. <laughs> that seems like plenty. Although, listen, cynicism aside, you know what? This is not a bad list. Are these Number ranked one? in any way? Uh, not that I've noticed. Okay. I don't know. Complete a puzzle. The more pieces, the better. Feeling extra saucy? Take on a Rubik's Cube. More of a word person? Crossword puzzle. And that's if just... you need a list to tell you to do a puzzle or grab your old Rubik's Cube, I don't know how to help you. You are the sort of person that needs a list, I guess. If you need the list, you're the sort of person that needs a list. I've, yeah, I've tried on a couple different occasions to get good at the Rubik's Cube because, you know, there's a there's a pattern of moves and you can you, you they're solvable. Right. This is a thing that Sean, the, pe- Sean. Yes. Sean, the Rubik's Cube came out when I was like eight years old. Right. But I've always been jealous of the people I, who can just take it. And oh, look at that. I solved it. I have spent thousands of hours on the Rubik's Cube. I wish I had those hours back to spend on something else. Yes. Like anything. Origami. Anything. Could you ever I'd be really good at? Could you ever get more than one side matched up? Because oh, yeah. that's that's my oh, yeah. limit. Oh yeah, okay. oh yeah. No. I could I could Absolutely do many. Absolutely not. No, I could do no. many sides. But I had a long school bus ride home from school every day. So on the way to school and the way back, like forty five minutes each direction, um, uh, I'd work on my Rubik's cube. Me and everybody else on the bus, and I got pretty good at it. It had to be. I wonder if it's good for your brain in any way. I don't know. It certainly doesn't appear to be, does it? Okay. You know, if you handed me a Rubik's cube and had a patient on a hospital bed who needed heart surgery. 
uh, and like a manual. Heart surgery for dummies. I think uh, I'd have a better chance of saving the patient than solving the Rubik's Cube. I, I need to remind you, fellas, though, that's just item number one on our list. Oh, yeah. We right. have, Sorry. No, no we way. Well, my point was to go. My point was, if you can't come up with, hey, why don't we do a puzzle? I, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> Item two, stop being cynical about listicles. Two, start a journal or blog. Sure, it can be about the coronavirus, but it could also be about a specific interest from chess to cheese. The world doesn't need more blogs. Wow, I'll be darned. So it could be about something different. Who is this for? You freaking moron. No, no, it could be from chess to cheese. I'd sure hate to be stuck in a house with you morons. What are we going to do? I guess we'll just have to stand here and look at the wall. A lot of How did you so, come up with that on your own? A puzzle? That's a great idea. Did you just come up with that with your on your own? You're out with your own brain? That's amazing. So I Whoa. take it you're not going to be reading Joe's cheeses to eat while playing chess blog. Come on, uh, check and pass the Rugeford. Uh, I love this. this is, it's it's Rugeford, you rube. Three. If I'm it, going to I, castle with a mild breeze. <laughs> <laughs> the, only the mildest of breeze for Mr. Armstrong. Ah, I love this. Every single bit of this list has something to hate. Like uh, number three. God, this is so freaking woke 21st century. If it won't bother your neighbors, dust off that old instrument and practice. But they have to tell you not to bother your neighbors because... Yeah. Living in this apartment now for seven years, I'll forget that I have neighbors when I bust out the old tuba. Honk, honk, honk. Hey, hey, shut up up there. Shut up, you a-hole. If the USA Today hadn't reminded me. Ah, boy. Number four, you're going to love number four. I tell you what. I will give each person on the staff who has a had a significant number of romantic relationships even brief i will give you $100 to do number 4 text all of your exes just in case you have one more thing you wanted to get off your chest that's the wow. worst advice i've ever heard <laughs> what no take a carving knife and stick it into your liver as far as it'll go is better advice than that that's number four from the USA Today. That is, Sean's right, that is literally the worst advice I've ever heard. <laughs> In case there's one more thing you wanted to get it. Oh, and another thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just out of the blue. <laughs> right. Exactly. And by the way, something. Remember when you never wore that thing I gave you? <laughs> and hey, brush your teeth after you eat. You got bad breath. <laughs> I knew you returned it. You never told me. <laughs> 17 years ago. <laughs> Oh, my God. Your uh, spaghetti sucked. <laughs> How do you mess up spaghetti? I pretended to like it because I was trying to get sex, but your spaghetti sucked. And oh. you're a terrible kisser. You heard me. Oh, I'm so glad I got that off my chest. Anyways, hope you're doing well. <laughs> Best wishes during the coronavirus pandemic. If you liked five, four, you love five, write poetry. Perhaps you can craft a haiku for Mother's Day or something without a specific structure. Just try it. Well, you got 99 other choices. Number six, watch all the really long movies you've avoided until now. You know, that's funny. That reminds me. I'm going to dial us up. I got a text from a, a friend. 
um, who was talking about his reality, and we we both love to play golf, so we talked a little about golf. He says, not that I have time to play anyway. His course, his favorite course is shut down. Uh, wife and I are both working from home, teaching the kids, and parenting between the business calls. This yep. is crazy. Yep, yep. That's that lifestyle. The idea of a list. Here's my list. Do the laundry, then clean the kitchen, and by the time I'm done cleaning the kitchen, there's more laundry to do. That's <laughs> Maybe <my laughs> then you can dust off that old instrument and text your exes. <laughs> Fantastic. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.